0: Good evening. As we're joined together tonight on Christmas Eve, I thought it appropriate to finish our Journey to Bethlehem series with two final characters, you and Jesus. Me, us, all of us. You see, we all have a journey of our own. We have not reached our destination yet, and so we have a responsibility to walk forward with Christ. We complete our Advent journey and our Christmas Journey to Bethlehem series tonight. We have looked to Mary, Joseph, the shepherds and Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Every week, every sermon, every day should include Jesus. Today we talk about you. You and Jesus. But what about you? What are you supposed to do now? Rejoice. Rejoice at Christmas. Proclaim Christ. Keep Him in Christmas. I have two directions I want to go today with this short message. One, reasons to not rejoice. And two, the overwhelming and true reasons to rejoice at Christmas and beyond. I know it's not always easy to rejoice, especially in a year like this. This year has especially been challenging with the COVID-19 pandemic and everything that goes along with it. Illness, death, shutdowns, loss of jobs, restrictions, and more. We have many reasons to not rejoice. Christmas may be hard. I know some of us are missing family some of us are missing friends some are missing special events or activities or even our jobs maybe due to the COVID-19 pandemic and restrictions these things have just not been possible maybe these friends and family are not around any longer and it's just physically and emotionally hard to rejoice we could come up with many reasons not to rejoice even our traditions can get in the way and become a reason to not rejoice at Christmas We all have traditions at Christmas, and for most of you this is part of those traditions. A candlelight Christmas Eve service, worshiping the baby Jesus with traditional Christmas carols, a message about the manger, an unexpected birth, shepherds, wise men, Jesus, candles. Then also we have the traditions which follow. I can already feel some of your eyes staring me down as you think, I hope he does not talk too long, I have food to finish for the party. You may be thinking about the dinner the snacking the gifts the family and friends gathered together tonight and tomorrow of all the check things you have to check mark on your list and get done still none of these are necessarily bad things but they're also not the reason to be rejoicing at christmas these are distractions and for some of us we need distractions But for some of us, these traditions, these distractions, become just more reasons for us not to truly be rejoicing at Christmas. We're just too busy, too stressed to rejoice as we should. So what is there to rejoice about anyways? What reasons do we have to rejoice? Why rejoice this Christmas or any day for that matter? How do we see through the distractions and truly rejoice at all? By focusing on Jesus. This is what happened in that famous scene of the angels and the shepherds in Luke 2. They were scared, afraid. But the angels would give them reason to rejoice. They had many reasons to complain or not rejoice that evening. Just look at their life. Look at their job. Look at how people look down upon them. But the angels would give them reason to rejoice. Let us look to God's word now and see a few reasons to rejoice at Christmas. Luke 2, starting at verse 8, we read, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. Verse 10, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The angels here give us reason to rejoice at Christmas and beyond. The first reason we have to rejoice is that we too have been given good news. In a world filled with so much bad news, fake news, laws, policies, death, pain, sickness, busyness, and stress, we have good news news the good news of salvation for those who have broken god's laws next secondly we have that this news is not just good news but it is of great joy great joy is this salvation has been paid for there is no longer condemnation no judgment no conviction of sin upon you any longer personally if you trust in someone beyond yourself but we'll get there in a moment This great joy the angels are about to proclaim to the shepherds is that they will not need to pay for their salvation themselves. They will not need to be condemned and judged or looked down upon for all of eternity. They don't need to be saved through works or sacrifices. No, not anymore. And neither do we. For someone else has come. This is truly a great reason to rejoice at Christmas. News of great joy. The angels continue. And third, we see that this news is for all the people. You, like the shepherds, may think that you're not worthy. You're not good enough. You're not of the right wealth class or class. You're not popular enough. You don't have the right job, the right skin tone. I don't know. You just might not feel worthy. But the angels are proclaiming that because of Jesus, we do not need to be. For he is, let me say that again. He is. Jesus is worthy. He is worthy. And this is great joy. And finally, number four. The last reason we see here to rejoice at Christmas is the object, the cause, the person of our salvation, the hero of the story. The fourth reason to rejoice at Christmas is that we have a hero, a savior. The angels proclaimed, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus, thank you. Yes, Christ the Lord is born unto you, all of us. Good news, great joy. Alleluia. The angels would sing together in a massive chorus. Matthew one twenty three says that this Savior, Christ the Lord, will also be called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. God with us, the eternal source of life and love, humbled himself and became like us to the extent that he not only came and was born and placed in a manger, humbly, lowly, both as a human and God, but he would even subject himself to the death and punishment that we deserved. It is in that death, and the following payment for our sins and victory over death, and the resurrection from the grave, that we see the extent of our reason to rejoice at Christmas. We have a Savior, and his name is Jesus, Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Promised One, Emmanuel, God with us. We will go through many hard days, living in a hard and cruel world. But we can look in the manger and see that God has sent us his son, humbly, lowly as a baby. He has overcome the world, and God is with us in Emmanuel. He set aside his brilliance to become one of us and to walk around the world with his creation. The presence of God leaves no room for fear and anxiety to take hold and control your life. Sure, you might struggle with it, but God is in your life with you. God with us means that although you mourn, you anguish, you struggle through life, you will never be alone in these things. He longs to be with us for eternity. He longs for a relationship with us. He wants to be with you, with me. We're not worthy, but he doesn't care because he is, and he is with you, or he can be. Have you trusted in this Jesus, this King, this Lord, this Messiah, to save you, to Lord over your life? You see, the burdens you have will not be held upon your shoulders alone. The burdens you have will not be forever burdens. You can rejoice at Christmas and beyond every day. We rejoice at Christmas for God came to be with us. We can and should rejoice at Christmas because it is at this day we celebrate the culmination of hope, joy, peace, and love all coming together through Christ, a baby, to bring all these things and more to us this God sending his one and only son Jesus to the world for our sins is love. Perfect love. And 1 John 4.18 tells us that perfect love casts out fear. He that made man became man. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Colossians 2.9 Jesus wasn't just a baby. The Christmas baby is God made into man. All for love. Love for his creation love for us. Have you accepted the peace, hope, love, and joy that this Christ the Lord may bring to your life? If you have, then you can rejoice. No one or thing can take this away from you. You may get burdened or upset by your circumstances. Your happiness may fade, but your joy is still here because your joy comes from God. If you do not know Jesus Christ, If you have not called out upon his name and proclaimed him to be your Lord and Savior of your sins, then I plead with you to do it today. God sent his one and only son into the world so that you might have life, life abundantly. So that you would not need to live through this pain any longer alone. You don't need to search for hope, joy, peace, and love. Because Christ is here. Christ is with us. Don't continue to look for something that you could find and grasp onto today. Profess Christ. Believe in Him. You'll always be searching for hope, peace, joy, and love without Him. Let Him into your life. Repent of your sins. Recognize that you need Him as Savior into your life to Lord over you, to be King. Philippians 4, 4-5 to says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say Rejoice. Let your reasonableness be made known to everyone. Charles Spurgeon once said, He who counts the stars and calls them by name is in no danger of forgetting his own children. You see, we can rejoice at Christmas, but we should also be proclaiming, rejoicing, just like the angels. Let his light shine for others to see. Don't just rejoice at Christmas in our own hearts and our own lives. But rejoice for others to see too. Let's cast out our fear and anxieties tonight. Let us rejoice at Christmas tomorrow. Let us rejoice for he has come. Jesus has come, not just into the world 2,000 years ago, but into our lives still today. Jesus came to heal our broken lives so that we need not be controlled by our sins any longer. Let us now pray. And then we will begin to light our candles and sing together, worshiping Jesus, our Savior, our hero, Emmanuel, God with us, as the light of the world, the light to salvation. John 8, 12 says, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And as we light these candles, as we sing together, I want you to look around and see this light around you. Rejoice at Christmas tomorrow, for you're not alone. God is with you. And as if that was not enough, you also have an army of brothers and sisters at your side to help shine his light upon your path as he guides your way. Let your lights, the light of Christ that is within you, shine bright For the world to see Christ, God with us, Emmanuel, is here to stay. Let me pray. Lord, we thank you for this glorious, glorious night where we come together to worship you as Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Promised One. And Lord, as we sing these final songs, as we worship Jesus, this baby that would be born for humankind, for us. May we give you our all, our everything. May we not care about what we sound like. May we just care that you are worshipped and glorified in it. Lord, may the lost be found and the saints edified. And it's in your holy and powerful name we say, Amen.